History won't remember one of the most important meetings to ever occur. It was organized over secure phone lines by a third party, who selected a time and public location at random, and gave each attendant a day's notice to travel there, little enough time to ensure they could not prepare surprises in advance. Nevertheless, James Faulkner was seated at the Pledger Bistro fifteen minutes early. He declined the offer of wine so the waiter wouldn't disturb him, then tipped his head back as though holding it up was too much effort. Even though he had washed and shaved in a train station bathroom, there was no hiding his gaunt cheeks and trembling hands. The man who approached the table at three o'clock had the slim, dangerous appearance of a concealed pistol. He studied James from beyond arm's reach. My name is Alain Daladier. I've come to meet the greatest copis. James sat up. A pleasure to meet you. I'm James Faulkner. The collar of his shirt was loosened to expose a white scar on his chest, and the sleeves were rolled back to show fresh pink skin at his wrist where he had been bitten. Alain observed these details without changing expression. Show me the sword. He flicked back the collar of his shirt. Once Alain leaned forward to glimpse the leather-wrapped handle of a falchion strapped to his back, James concealed it again. Satisfied? I'm told you have two. Not today. Will you sit? He was replaced by a grizzled man with white hair and a designer watch. Call me Mr. Black, he greeted, taking the seat beside James. They shook hands. His grip was surprisingly light for someone resembling an aged bodybuilder. Alain says you're the greatest copus. And I've heard you're not far from the greatest yourself. You went to quite a bit of effort to arrange our meeting today. Oh, yes, but it's worth it to meet the greatest copus, James Faulkner. Mr. Black covered a smirk with his hand. His brown eyes glowed with mirth. Faulkner, hmm... The waiter returned with menus and placed napkins in their laps. Yes, that's my name, James said once they were alone again. What do you know about ethereal artifacts, Mr. Faulkner? As much as anyone else. The information is limited. Angels had only a minimal presence on Earth before the Treaty of Dis was forged, and they're scarce now. Why do you ask? Go on. James sat back in his chair. What's the meaning of this? I wouldn't have spent this much time and money tracking you down for a private chat if our conversation wasn't important. Humor me. What else do you know?